Chicky chicky what what? What's up everybody? Eric Kaiser, New You Guru, my spiritual awakening podcast. It is Wednesday, ten forty-eight a.m. now. You know, I just keep getting drawn to talk into this thing, so I guess this is just how it's going to go for a while. Um. You know, could you imagine, I just want to kind of do, could you imagine episode, but out here walking my dog, listening to my own voice, listening to my own words, thinking about that person when they enter my life and how prepared I'm going to be for that moment because I'm actually planning for it, you know. You get to a point in life where you realize that you have a shot to live it in a way that not too many people even realize exists, you know? <clears throat> so it's very exciting. It's the reason why I take all this so serious with the diet and just every every part of it, the meditation, the the fitness, the education, you know, every part of this thing I take very very serious and you know to know that we all have the opportunity to get into relationships and get into friendships and meet other people who who vibe on a level that has no negativity involved that it only thrives off of love like there are communities of people out there and when you realize the game of life is it's becoming one of those people you know that's when so many words that I've heard about the success side and you know the money and all that stuff to how you know it's not really about that and I can kind of see why they say that because Ah, when you're transforming your your inner self to to love yourself again and to love everything around you and to realize that you're you're creating all of it, you know, to really really wrap yourself around that feeling. I mean, it feels it feels so damn good, and you know, life just it just starts to flow, you know. And I've been through so much content. And don't get me wrong, I've been through content where it'll talk about money blocks and success this, success that, blase, blase, blah. And I always have to remember that a lot of those books are they're written for everyone. So I get all the concepts and I get what they're saying. And you know, like I said it before, I believe all the content is there because there's so many different mixes of people and, you know, one content might grab somebody's attention where the other content might grab somebody else's attention. And I think that's a beautiful thing because it all spins back down to the great message of within you and yourself and you really do control all of it. And the sooner you realize that all you have to do is is love you and love everything around you and love every experience and just put all the BS aside. Like, 
everything that ah, you've ran off of your whole entire life. You just you have to find it and you got to you got to just take it all and just shove it aside and you create a new and when you come through the new, it's just what can I tell you people? My life, my experiences and how I I see the tests coming and I just I enjoy them. You know, I'm in a point in my life that all my listeners know, like, it's a little scary if it was the old me. I would be really, really freaked out. But I have a faith in God and the universe now that I didn't have before. And now I know, and this is what is teachable to everybody. Now I know that there's just nothing to fear. Like, would you really, like, hurt yourself? Like, think about that. Would you ever want to? No. So you're always going to be okay. So there's no reason to run that program through your head that just blasts you with anxiety all the time and these crazy thoughts. Like you can get through without any of that stuff. And the beautiful thing is the more you change and the more you love yourself, the more it gets reflected on the screen of space like things start to change for you the way people treat you changes the way you treat other people changes and that goes on a mass scale and if you can wrap your head around what i'm telling you that everything you're seeing out of the lens of your perception it could be a false reality And only you can change that screen of perception, but it doesn't change from the outside. It changes from the inside first. And that's what allows you to, to really understand that it is all just self-love and you really are controlling it all, but it comes down to Every part of self-love, my friends, like every part, like it's not just loving yourself like and saying, oh, I love you. Of course I love you. I don't want to die. No, we all, that's just, that's fear. <laughs> you got to be able to look in the mirror and say, I love you and say, I'm proud of you and be that person that you always wanted in your life that maybe wasn't there. Like for me, I definitely, you know... I always just wanted to pat on my back for my dad and it's just because he was my dad, you know, my mom patted me on the back plenty and I still decided to be the hellion that I was. So it didn't, didn't have to do with anybody but me. And that's, that's, that's a magical thing. Once you really get to that point of your process and you just go, well, shit. It wasn't nobody's fault but my own. And when you when you do that, that that helps you out so much more. But you know, to know that we have matches out here that you could just talk freely with about anything of life. Every situation. Cause let's be honest, most relationships we get into, the other person never really even knows who we are. 
you know, we all adapt to other people so quickly that we become a, a different version of ourselves very, very fast. I watched it in my life. I've watched it in my ex. I've watched it in other other relationships of people that I know. I watch people really morph into other people and become something totally new. But it's it's amazing when you decide to do it for yourself. It's not a relationship doing it. It's not a situation of life. You decided that, okay, I had enough with this version. I'm going to do this, and this is where I'm going to be, and this are the type of people I'm going to get to know. And, you know, it's just it's a really, really amazing thing to feel and to see and to understand deeply on a very deep spiritual level of what's really going on. In our world, you know, because don't ever forget that every single damn thing, you know, you were taught. And that's why in the spiritual community, you'll hear a lot. You have to forget everything, you know, everything you were ever taught. You know, people probably remember me talking about the, the fluoride in the water thing, right? I don't want you to think that I'm baddie. It's because as you go through an awakening, your beliefs might change. Because as I found all that, and granted, it's a great way to make money, and it's this and it's that, and it has so many positive benefits to it, but is it true? And that's where I ran into a wall. Because in all of my studying of content, I'm very unsure of one thing, and if my belief is correct, that God would never put anything here to harm us, anything at all. And if we truly are creating it all, would we really put something in our water supply that would hurt us and keep us from connecting with God? And if thoughts really do create reality and if we can cure any disease with our mind couldn't we quickly fix our pituitary gland with our mind but if you think about it if it's true we do control it all we can fix it all then that's where I ran into a wall with the fluoride thing so not saying it'll never be in my life I did want to bring that up, though, because I thought about it today in the shower, like, hmm, I wonder if they just think that, like, I'm all over the place. It's not that. It's just as you learn things, your conscious changes a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. You get a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper, and you start seeing through things, you know? So, it's just one of them things that... Just put on a back burner and I follow the signs. Remember, I'm surrendered. I'm just going with the flow. So I don't put too much thought into my days. I just let them go and flow. So when I'm done my walk, like I said earlier today, I'm just going to go 
crank out a business card, crank out another nice looking JPEG for Google Ads and launch Mind, Body, Soul for new guru and kind of congratulate myself onto the onto the next step of the process because remember what I've been doing here I've been showing other people that it's okay to chase the best version of yourself it it has its rewards trust me that's what I'm here proving to everybody that I know who I was. I wasn't proud of that person at all. So I decided to become somebody who, you know what, my mother would be proud of. And my mom had a big part of my awakening. So I just want everybody to understand that even no, no matter how bad your life might look, like people can look in mine and say, well, you don't have a car, you know, but I have, I have something other people do not have. I have peace of mind. I have free will. I have things that are worth millions and millions and millions of dollars if you want to talk money. Because it's a part of becoming who I am becoming. I'm learning in life that it's all beautiful. All of it. The motel was beautiful. You know, the jail cells I've been in were beautiful. Because now I, I get it's just it's a one big illusion. It's a game that you're playing, that you're creating, that it's just one beautiful mess. <laughs> but you're the artist and you get to create and fix and recolor any which way you want to. And it's a beautiful thing. So I'm going to go back to coloring this path with my feet and my dog and being very, very present. I hope you all have a wonderful, fantastic day. And uh, yeah, it's good to be alive. Holy guacamole, I just can't stop today, Eric Kaiser, my spiritual awakening, new you guru. I don't know if it's the excitement of just getting on to the next to the next chapters of this thing, like finally having the balls to do it, or what's going on with me today, but I'm just getting hit with just information of to try to break things down to people and let y'all really Look at life for a second. Like, look at how fast. Let's keep in mind, I'm I'm 43. I don't know if age has anything to do with this. I think it does. Like, we all have to realize by now, like, that I noticed this with my ex, that my brain at 43 did not behave anywhere near her brain does at 30. So, I think it has a lot to do with the way that we all got stuck absorbing information right in my day and age you've really had to read you know you had to read stuff and unfortunately I didn't come from a family that really talked about reading much you know my oldest sister she was 
the bookworm type, you know, and just the, you know, we were just, we were being programmed in a different way. You know, that's when television was coming out and things like that. But if you really want to wrap your, wrap your head around something about why now Kaiser, why is all this information coming out now? Why is everybody talking about awakenings now? Why this, why that, why this, why that? But think about it. I mean, just look at the way that we obtain information nowadays, right? You, you did not have these capabilities, you know, back when, back when my parents were growing up. That's for damn sure, you know? And the internet buzz really didn't hit, what, until 94? I was, what, 18 years old? So... If you wonder why things are starting to speed up in life to the point where we're talking about neuroscience and you just, you got to look back. Don't forget where you came from, people. Look back at the way information used to be shared, right? And really understand how easy it would be to only allow you to see what the hell you need to see. But think back then of the way information was being spread through just... Through just television and radio and stuff. You you weren't on the other side of the freaking country to know what was going on. But you're watching it on TV, so you're just... It is what it is, right? That... Always remember that. And you know, as we go through the times, now the internet comes. I don't care what anybody says. You know? I understand... Our thoughts control it all, but there's there's something a little bit higher power to the internet, right? Because what is it at the end of the day? It's just a frequency that we have learned how to adapt to or tap into, really, because we are literally almost like our DNA is changing as societies. As we go through the years, we're becoming more like technology than a lot of people want to accept. And we're starting to learn that us too, we are even like, we're like a supercomputer, right? That operates on ones and zeros and we're attached to a grid. And these are things that really freak people out, but it's all coming to light now because we couldn't access information back in day like we could now. I mean, look at the way times are changing and you'll see consciousness change, right? Look at all the people now voting yes to marijuana. That right there should tell you because no, no shit, five years ago, you could have talked about smoking a joint on Facebook and you would have had a hundred people try to rip your head off like you're this bad person. But now it's going legal. And these people who used to point at people and go, oh, you're the devil, are now changing. And all that's happening is, and this can always happen to our society, is perceptions are being shifted a little bit, you know? But the reason why perceptions are being shifted is because now, as a society, we're all so connected as one. That we can share content. We have we have voices like this podcast and YouTube and things like that where we can make content spread. 
and we can find the people who are like us and who have the same like-minded views. And that's the reason why you'll see one YouTuber with 200,000 of this type of personality and you'll have one with this type of personality and that because there's so many of us we're all so different but if you really look at the way we absorb technology you know I think people my age I think we got to experience the best of the best the best it the world had to offer you know we we got the experience driving before map you know any kind of GPS so we got the adventure of that, you know? I, I, I got to use MapQuest, but you know, I was before the GPS unit. You know, I remember what it was like to carry a beeper. I remember what it was like to, to do an emergency breakthrough on the telephone, right? I remember what it was like to do a three-way call on a telephone and try to catch somebody talking shit. Right, I for anybody my age, high five your ass right now because I'm telling you what. If you're a '90s graduate, like anywhere, let's say we'll go. Even my even my sister got to experience. So she's five years older than me. Mother sister ten years. So yeah, anybody from about forty to about fifty five should just high five themselves because if you paid attention. We got to see the greatest growth of all time. We got to be alive during the best effing time. And I know I picked this time for a reason. You know, I'm here to make a difference, to give back and to help out. But let's really, like, man, have we got to see it? And we got to see the way things are done, right? Like... This internet thing, I have listened to at least a hundred books since August. Could you imagine having to read a hundred books? You know how much longer it would have took me to learn what I what I have learned if I had to read all the content? We're in this magical day and age that you can literally if you understand that your mind, your brain controls it all, you can literally put whatever content in your head all day and alter your entire freaking life. I'll say that one more time. You're, you're like a supercomputer. You could be downloaded. The problem was, back in the heyday, you had to be taught everything. You didn't have access. You had to go find a teacher, an instructor... You don't have to do that in 2019. You could probably learn how to do brain surgery by just listening to content because it programs you. So I'm telling you, how did I get on my path of personal development, wanting to be a motivational speaker, get kids off alcohol, become a life coach, do all these wonderful things when all I used to think about was the next MDMA trip with my wife and what kind of crazy sex we we're going to have and, you know, what, what people are going to hit on us and where at in a social statue where we, where are we going to be at and, you know, who's going to ask you for a favor this week and this and that and, like, it goes on forever, don't it? It just doesn't fucking stop. So, to get away from 
all of that. And to be in this headspace now is just, woohoo, it's amazing. I think about it, like, for the people who are my age, like, we got to grow up during a time where we still hung out just to hang out, right? We took a picture together because we enjoyed each other's company, not because we wanted to be seen on Facebook, Snapchat, this and that. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad I got to grow up during those times, especially the friendships and memories that I that I made even though the new spiritual side of me does not like to live in the past at all but I do like to go back and access the good memories that I got to create because of the error that I came up in you know some of the most favorite times of like being young before the shit really hit the fan what I don't even know how old we were anywhere probably under 21 because we weren't in the bars but me Jay Jones Brian Bantam Harry McKnight what up y'all out here doing my thing but we used to go to Wildwood and I just I was always just kind of a freaking hellion man <laughs> I remember this one time we had some beer on us we, we ran out of cigarettes and we ran these kids and they had cigarettes and uh, I think he had a beer, and I wanted a beer, and he wanted a cigarette. So he goes, you can get a three count for a cigarette or so. I forget what happened, but I snatched the damn cigarette out of this dude's mouth so fast. My boys were like, what the hell? And here we go, almost getting into a full-fledged fist fight down in Wildwood, like 4 o'clock in the morning. We just got done running from the law and running from... Nothing serious, though, people. You got to understand. I, I can make a movie about my childhood, about the things that me and my friends did. And a lot of grown-ass men my age would probably watch it and cry remembering doing that type of things with their friends, you know? Like running rooftop to rooftop in Wildwood and jumping off onto the freaking beach. And, you know, <laughs> one time I was running down a boardwalk out of a water park that we used to go and just mess around on when it was closed and security officer was chasing me I tripped land on my face like they're all they're, they're all the type of things that I can look back on and really smile about my process but let's get let's get back to the to the to the nitty-gritty just 2019 just a total total new day and age and I think about that a lot when I look down at my kids I think about that a lot when I I look at my son who who's grown up to be a man very quickly without my guidance and it scares the crap out of me but you know we're in a different day and age but we're in a day and age where you have to realize that all the information is coming out about neuroscience and about the awakening and about what's really going on with life and how much easier it can be for you but you have to pay attention to the signs and you have to be willing to do the work and you know start deprogramming yourself as silly as that probably sounds to many you have to you have to start a start a new program you know two years ago when I when I woke up and I quit drinking I I deleted everybody off of Facebook I totally cut any 
part of partying out of my life. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to know about it. And I got to it and I started listening to motivational videos and I invested in a digital marketing company and you know, I I had my perception pulled in different directions. So I would pay attention to the things I need to pay attention to to get me to being fully awake. You know, that's basically what's what's gonna start happening in your life when you start going down your path of awakening is you're gonna start experiencing things that you don't even know what is going on and then there will be major shifts and you, you're just going to have to go with it. You know, if you're going through it without any kind of coach, I remember what my life was like and it was just, I couldn't explain it. It was just like a tidal wave and it was just flowing and it was going and the more focus I put on doing good stuff, the more good stuff that came at me. And then, you know, it was weird because it seemed like bad things came at me, but, but anyway, people, I'm going to wrap it up here for today, I think. But, you know, before I go, just think about the way that we absorb and communicate nowadays and the access you have right underneath your fingertips and understanding that poverty really is just a mindset. And what is poverty to you, right? Um, I think that's a biggie, biggie. You have to ask yourself that question. Remember, you have to forget everything you know about the way things are, the way that you might think life is supposed to be and what it means to be well off or abundant and things like that, it might not be what you think it is. You know, I watch plenty of video of very successful people who have sold companies for $100 million and still felt empty inside. So what's that tell you? It's not the money. So sometimes you could take a lot of pressure off yourself by feeling like you have to chase after all that money and just really find what you're looking for right now, right in front of you. And then once you find it, then you fall in love with it. And then the rest of it just keeps coming together. So I think that's about it for my babble babble of this woods walk with my dog. Um, I'm going to go do the things that I need to do and go back to thinking very, very deeply like I've been thinking. I just want more of you to wake up to realizing that your thoughts are controlling your reality. And the sooner you get yourself a pair of earbuds and start listening to... Any content that tickles your fancy that has nothing to do with negativity in life, go at it. Love y'all. Peace. You know, I thought I was done, but I just got home and just add something that I always like to try to take people to levels of opening up their eyes and their mind. You know, we have 70 year old people now watching YouTube, learning things that that they had no idea were possible, you know. It's almost like it's almost like unfair to be in your seventies or eighties right now and seeing what the rest of us get to get a check out and experience to feel like you almost got cheated. But you know I want you all to look at history. As I sit here and burn one with y'all. I want you to look at things like marijuana. You know, I don't know how many people know this story, but I get very aggravated at the government. Because of TV and how much it was programming. And when I was growing up, there was commercials being ran. 
because of the Reagan administration about the war on drugs. And if you were a kid with a imagination like me, you know, you watch that stuff and, well, if it's on TV and, you know, this is where Mickey Mouse is and I trust Mickey Mouse, shouldn't I trust what this what this other person's telling me about this? And let's keep in mind that there was a lot of changes, people, from the 30s and up that certain things had to be manipulated in certain ways for things to flow for industrial revolution to work and to create what we now have today as this huge economic scale with all these products and packaging and just all this BS that we have now, you know, certain things had to happen for it to go that way. And I want to explain what like weed does for people and mushrooms and NDMA and basically what all these things are doing is they're keeping you in the in the present more than anything. Like you don't live in the past, you don't live in the future. You kind of just live right here in the experience because the experience is different and you pay attention to it because it's different, right? Now, me, myself, and I, I can go weeks without smoking um, and still practice everything I practice. Then I will have times where I want to smoke, right? But it doesn't change it for me that way. But the reason why these these laws were in place, you have to understand, and I want to try to wake you up because of this understanding, it was a crime on a harmless plant. Same thing with a mushroom or DMT or any of that stuff that grows naturally. Like, how are you going to punish Mother Nature? How are you going to punish a human being for possessing Mother Nature? Come on, this is free will. I don't have I don't have free will to possess something that that the universe puts here for me to understand and to look into and to try to create with. See, that's the reason why the war on drugs started. You know, our government had me scared shitless to the point that I found a bag of weed when I was 14, walking across the beach with Mike Doherty, and we all went back in the woods to smoke it, and all we had was a tinfoil bowl and some matches. And, you know, I told myself so many stories after that day about what happened, but basically sitting down in the woods, striking matches, trying to get high off this weed, and... I guess I got scared and freaked out and the whole woods looked like it was turning and then my chest started feeling it was thumping and I felt like I had a numbness going up and down my body. And I, I really thought at 14 years old I was dying because goddamn TV commercials war on drugs. This is your brain on drugs. This is an egg. This is weed. This will kill you. Like really United States government. But yet, every other commercial that was running also was, hey, Mr. Budman, hey, Mr. Coors Light, hey, Bud Bowl this, hey, drink alcohol that, drink alcohol this. And then what happened to a lot of guys my age, right? We got sucked into that, right? I often say this, life would have been a hell of a lot easier just as a pothead. You know what? I would have ate some Cheetos. Um, I would have slept a lot more. I probably would have been a lot more artistic instead of being a lot more of a whore, right? Alcohol drives you to do things that 
It's just not in your in your manner because it's a man-made ultra substance that is designed to screw up humanity and keep us right where we're at. So I want you to look at the things that are legal, like cigarettes that are killing so many people every day, pharmaceuticals that are just, come on now. Why would you design fentanyl and then let it out and it start think about these things, people? And then realize that some manifestations take a very damn long time, like the legalization of marijuana and mushrooms that are coming around the corner. These are things that hippies started manifesting in the 70s because as quick as that shit happened, they wanted it reversed because they knew it was their gateway to their soul, right? That's what weed is to a lot of people. That's what mushrooms is. It's when you trip, you can go to a higher a higher realm. Trust me, I've been there. It's amazing. You should check it out. You might come back without an ego and really understand what life is all about. But please, people, stop and like look. Like, why the hell is somebody still going to prison for something in one state and they're free in another? So does that not scream crazy control to you? What do you think happens once you stop watching television? Totally. You would be effing amazed if you stop paying attention to this stupid stuff on Facebook. If you don't pay attention to politics, if you just go through life only letting the things exist in your mind that you care about, what do you think your life begins to look like? That's what an awakening is. But to get there, you have to start asking yourself the questions. Like, just look at marijuana, people. You're trying to tell me that we could put somebody on the moon, which, come on now, I think we're starting to realize that was BS too, right? But anyway, we can do that, but we can't, we can't tell a plant had medical properties back then and could have been saving people's lives. Look at sugar for a minute and then look at everything in your cabinet. You will see little setups all over your life. And all they are is little distractions for you to partake in because you're being tested. It's just that simple. And once you're done the game and you're ready to go to the next level and you realize it, it's just a test, you know? It all comes down to self-love and what I put into my body and how I treat myself and everything else. And then everything starts to shift. But just look at look at weed, you know. So harmless, harmless little plant. But look at people in their 70s who would have told you that that shit would kill you. They're smoking it now. And that right there is what you call a manifestation over years and years and years of a collective consciousness knowing something is right. But something as big as government takes that long. It takes that much positive energy. It takes that much influence to change it. To so start looking at the world like that, people. 
Our job right now is to change the world. Our job right now is to save the planet. Trust me. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. So with that in your brain, wake up sooner than later. Please, because it took that long to make a harmless plant that has been proven to be harmless for so many years. It's still not all the way legal, so look at that. It takes that long to change things. And it takes that many people to change them. So if we want to start changing things, we got to start today. Love you all. Peace out.